Welcome to Talk Around Riyadh, the Wheel of Time showcast. The podcast where we talk about Amazon's upcoming Wheel of Time TV show. We're going to talk about all the news and rumors about production, casting, the books, and anything else that we can think of. I'm Joe Perry, and I'm here with my co-host, Jen Isgro. How are you doing, Jen? I'm doing good, Joe. Glad to be here. Great. And also, Tom Kakoza. How are you doing, Tom? Oh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to begin. Good, me too. So, so this is our first episode, and we're extremely excited to be doing this. We're big fans of the books. We've spent a long time talking about these books, so we've decided to make a podcast um, when we heard the TV shows coming out. Uh, like I said, this is our first episode, and we want to just talk about what's you know what we know now, our first thoughts, and and casting because that's been a really big hot item so far. So, guys, just give me your first thoughts on when you heard that they were making a TV show out of this. Jen, you want to go first? Sure. I was excited. I'm a big fan of the Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, and I always wondered if um, Wheel of Time would ever be adapted. It's so dense and so many books, so I worried that um, it just couldn't make it to the screen. And I know there was an attempt at something that didn't go over very well, but... um, I'm really excited. It, it looks like they're they've got some great writers working on it, and uh, looks like they're really putting a lot of serious thought into adapting it. And people who care about the books are involved. So I'm actually really excited to see what they do with it. I'm very interested in hearing more, and I'm I'm like I wish they would release more information about it. I can't wait till they start filming. Hopefully, we'll get to see. Uh, more stuff but definitely very excited yeah it's funny I, I you were talking about that thing that they released uh i think it was called is that winter's dragon the billy zane uh, yeah the, yeah not so, good. so you know not, apparently not well received well apparently they they filmed that because they had to film something or they were going to lose the rights to the show so oh, that's God. why they made that <laughs> i don't think they really cared about how good it was going to be yeah, yeah, it was more about how quick they can get it out, yeah, right? That's basically what happened. I, I, that's what I read is that they were they had to do something, they had to film something and release something, otherwise they were going to lose the rights to to make the book into a show. So that's but why who they, made that, that? Um, I think Red that, Eagle Red Eagle Entertainment, I believe, is the yes. uh, the product. Like the, but uh, that's a lesson for all your listeners out there. If you need something absolutely positively released with no time to produce. Contact Billy Zane. <laughs> oh, leave Billy Zane alone. Yeah, and Red Eagle's involved also in the in this in this show. They're they're partnering apparently with Sony and okay. Amazon. So, what about you, Tom? Oh, I'm I'm also obviously very excited. I think otherwise I probably wouldn't be here. No, I, I am, and um, I I am very interested to see how they address a lot of the challenges that the, that the Wheel of Time fan base has. You know, kind of expressed over the years about adapting the show. You know, I hear a lot of people. You know, you, you compare it to the Game of Thrones and things of that nature. The magic on Game of Thrones that exists is is very. You know, um, it's 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 not very visible. I guess you can say, right? Whereas uh, the magic system in in the Wheel of Time is very in your face and omnipresent. So I, I'm curious to see how they're going to address that, how it's going to look, like what kind of special effect budgets they're going to have how they're going to condense the thousands and thousands of characters into something people can follow. Like I laugh when my friends of, uh, who are fans of the TV show game of Thrones talk about how confusing it can be to, to track everybody. <laughs> right. 
but um i like you don't even know your own business <laughs> it is <laughs> but uh no i'm very very excited i think talk more about casting i know in a little bit but i think as soon as they announced the first uh casting option for the show i uh, that was a signal i think to the whole fan base that this is something that is going to be treated with uh with care and it's going to be treated with respect and it wasn't like you know this isn't a cash grab this isn't something like oh we'll just get sucker fans and like they're getting high caliber you know talent to, to be on this show and that's yeah. exciting yeah yeah it's definitely um you know, like like you guys were saying, like I, I remember back when I was young, like uh, I when I read like The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings when I was a kid, you know, and I used to watch the cartoons. And my my dad, I would say, you know, like are they ever gonna make like real like movies out of this? And my dad would my dad would always say, yeah, you never know what they're kind of I guess computer graphics and stuff they'll have in the future, what they'll be able to do. And you know, then they actually did it with Lord of the Rings. So then I was like, ooh, they were getting closer to maybe a Wheel of Time. Um, and then Game of Thrones came out, and I was like, oh, that's that's good. That's not so difficult because, like you said, Tom, there's not as much magic. That Game of Thrones doesn't really revolve around like magic. It's more of just a realistic fantasy. It's not like the high fantasy. And I always thought, you know, we talked about this, like Game Game of Thrones. Will they ever make it into a TV show? It's it's just so huge and dense. I mean, fourteen books. And I always said I don't I don't want them to do it because there's no way they can do it right. You know what? I'm still excited though. I'm still excited to see this. But here we are anyway. Here we are anyway, and I'm yeah, I'm still very excited to see this. And and you know what? I've kind of I've been through enough of those adaptations that I'm like trying to view it with an open mind. And like I know they're gonna have to cut storylines. They're gonna have to cut characters. And we'll talk about that in other episodes. I'm just like worried that like they're gonna do the one character or the one storyline where I'm like, what? You know. I don't want them to, to. I don't want there to be an elf showing up at Helm's Deep scene in this series. Oh, no, <laughs> I know that's gonna kill me. And you know, they. I think they basically like all but said. I think the showrunner, uh, Rafe Jenkins, I believe his name. Uh, I think he's basically all but said like they're gonna do some consolidation of characters, right? So yeah. I hopefully it's not a case where you know. Like I don't even know what the, what that would be, like what the equivalent would be, but I, hopefully it's not the case. Hopefully, like you know. Logan doesn't like come back to the White Tower like in you know season eight or something like that, which is something ridiculous. It's, that doesn't make any sense. It's funny that you mentioned that because I did. Th- I think he did. There was a tweet with Rafe Judkins saying that he's that they're probably going to be expanding his his character in the in the first season. So I think we're going to see. That's probably another cast the casting that we're going to see soon, because apparently he's going to play a bigger role than he does uh, in the book in the first in the first book. Yeah, I'm 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 not surprised, and I like that. I feel like Logan is much is a much larger, important like character towards the end that it would make more sense to like front load him a little bit more because he really doesn't do anything until what like the fourth book, the fifth book. Yeah, I think it's closer to the fifth book. I mean, at this point, I yeah. can't uh, that far ahead. They all kind of mesh in together, so it's hard to yeah. I've been, you know, lately focusing on the first one just to kind of refresh myself. I mean, we've all read the series multiple times, um, but it's a long time ago. And I, I remember we talked about doing a reread not too long ago, but it's just like it's so dense. And it's but I think at this point we're going to have to. Yeah, well, it's it's never it's never a shame to have fun, which is doing a reread is. But yeah, it's not it's not exactly a quick read. I'll probably so. have time, though, before the show actually comes out. 
to reread the whole thing. Yeah, I, I definitely come right up on the end of it as the show is starting. Probably. Yeah, yeah I think I'm definitely gonna have to reread the first book right before the show comes out, just to make you know, so we could pick apart every little thing that they left right. out and changed. Right, right, because <laughs> because who enjoys anything? Yeah, I, I think that's a. That's a key, a key thing. I try and take advice of, of Stephen King, uh, another author that I really enjoy, who has had plenty of adaptations of his work not be particularly high quality. And he says, I, I, I never mind. If, if, if you enjoy the book, it's still on the shelf, right? Mm-hmm. So this is just another thing. And whether it's as great as we hope it'll be or uh, if it ends up being as bad as we fear it'll be, the books that we love will still be there. And in the interim, it'll be fun to talk about and think about. Yeah, and they uh, the you know the series is finished too, so we don't have to worry about that issue. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. <laughs> so, um, so just a quick run through of what we know so far. So, I've been scouring the internet, you know, going to the usual sites, uh, you know, Dragon Mount, and I don't know if ever if any of you guys have gone to the Daily Trollic, but that's a great site. Um, this guy who's Narg. I don't know if you guys remember. Oh, I, I, I know, I know, the, I know Narg from the internet. I yes. didn't know that he had a site. Yes, he has a website, The Daily Trollic, and I think he writes like once a week. He puts he puts stuff up, and he's, it's actually really good. So, anyone listening wants to you know look up some information. You probably are if if you're listening to this, you're already fans of Wheel of Time, so you probably know about Dragon Man at least. But what we know so far is that currently the show's in pre-production, but apparently production and filming is supposed to start this month. I've been hearing mid-September. And from what we've seen with the casting so far, I think some of the actors have also like posted either on Twitter or whatnot that they're in Prague, which is where the filming is going to be. And the producing, it's going to be done by Amazon Studios, also with um, Sony Pictures, Radar Pictures, and the aforementioned Red Eagle Entertainment. They're all involved in the show. It's a lot of people involved. I mentioned that the filming is going to be done in Prague. I, somebody had posted some pictures from other shows that they filmed at these studios in Prague, like kind of fantasy type shows, and the sets looked pretty amazing. So that was that was pretty reassuring. We know episodes are going to be about an hour long. There's going to be about at least at least six episodes for the first season, but probably more. Brandon Sanderson has read the scripts of the first two episodes and says that they're very well done. And I think we even have like the names of some of the episodes from I know. Ray for some of the writers have posted like screenshots of the scripts covers. So we know some of the titles of the episodes even, which is, that's eh, kind of t- telling, but not so much. Right. So that's... that I'm looking right now when we see the first episode is going to be called leave taking. Uh, episode two is shadows waiting. Episode three is a place of safety this the next one is the wow. one that strikes me. Episode one, episode four is the Dragon Reborn, which kind of okay. seems early to have an episode named that. But um, well, you know what? That might do- be episode episode four might be where you see Logan for the first time. That's true. Yeah, could they show? Could they show Logan like separate? Could he have like a separate storyline running and before they come into contact with him? I think, I think everything's on the table from what we've been hearing. Like it's, it's not going to be like a, you know, line for line translation, like, Mm. you know, like the early Harry Potter movies. I think they're just going to like, kind of, here's the kind of general story of what's going to happen, of what's happening. And they're going to kind of work with it and mix it up and stuff. So I think it's, anything's possible at this point. Yeah, I mean, judging by the, the the episode titles, 
episode three could be Shadow Logoth already. Yeah, that's a place what, of safety. That's what right? I was thinking too, right? Because that's the Which chapter is... I think in the book where they go to Shadow Logoth. I'm not 100 percent. Are the chapters yeah. named? What? Yeah, yeah. Leave taking is definitely that's in like a bunch of the books. I think almost yes. every other book has leave. Ta- There's like a bunch of chapter titles that reappear in books, okay. like leaving um, the pattern. Yeah, glimmers in the pattern, <laughs> leave taking. Um, there's a couple other ones I think that reappear, but I don't know if a place of safety is. Oh yeah, there is a place of safety, but that's that's kind of earlier on. I think that's chapter eight. I'm looking in the wheel in the eye of the world right now, and that's chapter eight. I'm not sure. I think that's before that's before they even leave um the two rivers. Yeah, I mean it, it's is when they leave two rivers and that's chapter 10. Wow. Yeah, so that's interesting. And then so the first were... episode is called Leave Taking or the second? No, the first one. So they pro- I mean so. that makes sense. They're probably going to wrap everything up with the uh you know, the introductions and then the whole winter night um attack and everything probably all quickly and who knows what they're gonna weave in from like they might do flashback scenes and scenes from new spring who who knows what they're gonna do right i mean i imagine but based on that kind of structure like yeah min will probably be in episode two there's a lot of stuff in the travel that like it's awesome but is also kind of redundant or repetitive or things of that nature like a lot of it is they're getting chased and then they get escape and then they get chased by more darkford yeah. or you know or, or shadow spawn and they escape so like they might be able to just get away with one or two powerful set pieces like you know uh taran ferry and they sink the ferry and then they're in Berlin. like yeah. that's it like you know yeah so i'm, I'm actually glad you brought that up because that maybe that made me think of something i wanted to talk about too about so a lot of the beginning of the eye of the world is very, very reminiscent of the Fellowship of the Ring, right? You've got, yes. you've got the the Black Riders, mysterious Black Riders. You got Taran Ferry, which is very similar to um, I don't remember the name and uh, Buckleberry Ferry. Yes, Buckleberry Ferry, <laughs> and I mean it's a lot of fantasy series take from Tolkien, and I think. I don't think it's like the t- it's kind of like a head nod to it, but what what one thing that I'm that I think is going to bother me is so there's so there's stuff in here that's similar or similar names and stuff to um, to Game of Thrones, and people are going to be like people who haven't read the books are going to be like oh they stole that from Game of Thrones. Meanwhile, <laughs> these books came out most of these books came out before Game of Thrones, <laughs> or at least the series started before Game of Thrones. So I'm curious as if they're going to change like names of things or maybe some of the things just because they don't want people to be like, oh, that was they took that from Game of Thrones. Like the like, like what? Well, the the land, the overall land is called the it, it's I guess technically called the Westlands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of so. like Westeros. Oh, well. I can't remember the other stuff too. There was a few other things and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I'm sure it'll pop up in there. There were a few other things that were similar. Well, later on when Rand gets his hand cut off. I mean, that's really taken from a lot of old mythology and stuff like that. But Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like once you start getting into the influence of of of, of storylines for this book, like we—that's like a a series of podcasts that we can do, like <laughs> all the all the myths that they draw from and whatnot. But yeah, yeah I think 
I, I think that there's you know, there's interesting interplay. Like you have the Borderlands, which are similar to in structure in some ways to Winterfell in regards to like the honor codes and the fact that they're in the mountains and it's yeah. cold. You have the Blight, but right, the which far- is north above the, them, which but, is kind of like beyond yeah. the wall. Except it's like the opposite, right? So beyond the wall, it's ice, and when you go into the Blight, it's like a Desert, like a corrupted jungle desert thing. Yeah. So I think that it'll have some like uh, almost like inversions, uh, which might be you know which which might come off of if it's done well, like a you know like a clever kind of point counterpoint. I feel like for a period of time, at least, there was a lot of a lot of that within the fan bases of of, of the books, you know, that like you know which. Which series is more, you know, which series is better, which series, you know, what are the strengths and weaknesses of both, you know. All right, so let's get into casting, right? This has been, like, the big hot ticket item in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so the first person they cast was was Maureen. Um, yeah. They got Rosamund Pike. That was, like, their big, huge first announcement. Um, what do you guys yeah. think of the casting? Jenny, you want to go first? Yeah, yeah I, I like her. I think she's great. Like we said before, it was a... It was like, this is serious. She's a serious actress, famous. So you could tell, you know, they were going to put money into this. They were going to make it, you know, real. It wasn't going to be like something they were throwing away. But I, I think she's great. I like her a lot. I'm interested to see uh, where she takes the character. And she's a producer on the show, too, apparently. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure had to... pictures with, like, the book. So I don't know if they're actually all fans or they're just posing them with the book. But I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure it's more of the latter, but uh, <laughs> I, I do like that too. I, and I like, the, you know, like that they're, they're, they're doubling down on that kind of stuff. I think it's terrific casting. I, I did not, I did not ever picture her in the role, but once she got casted, I'm like, that's like close to perfect. I think she has um, a lot of the attitude that, that Maureen has, like a lot of the detached, uh, regal, bearing quality. I think is something that is very much in her wheelhouse. I think she's a terrific actress, and I think that it is again, it's a, it's, a, it's a sign to the fans, right, that we're taking this seriously. Where we want high quality talent, and hopefully, it's like when a when a sports team gets like a we're getting a big free agent signing, you know, and like they're doing that to like tell other free agents, hey, we're serious about this. Come on board. So hopefully this is a sign that they're going to get other, you know, name talents to come and fill in some of the roles in this. And I think as it's successful and as it goes on, they'll, they'll be able to do that, you know? Yeah, and I think they said, I think from, and I don't know if it was from this casting or just people talking about that, I think she's going to be kind of the main character, a little different from the books. It's kind of going to focus more on her, at least the first season, which, I mean, I'm fine with. It makes sense. And it's so weird, like, when I when I first saw the casting and I was like and I looked at her and I was like oh my god that's she's exactly kind of how I pictured Maureen I mean she's mm-hmm. she's much too tall she's too tall but whatever that's fine right. but like face wise and like I, I think yeah. it's exactly kind of how I pictured Maureen like and she's definitely got that like like you were saying Jen about her face she's got that like Ace Sedai calm cool collected face I think <laughs> I think that's like perfect. So I was very excited yeah. too when I heard her. I was and and I, again I was surprised. I was like, yeah, you're right. I never thought about her as Maureen. I mean, I never really thought too much about it, but I think she, I think she's definitely perfect for the character and from other stuff that she's been in. I think she's gonna be. It's gonna be easy for her to to jump into the role. Yeah, yeah. So and then we had the uh, the other big announcement with the five Edmonds Fielders. 
right? All basically newish young actors, actresses. So, and there was a lot mm-hmm. of uh, <laughs> there was a Twitter Twitter lit up on fire with the with the casting oh, yeah. for these because of the uh, multi ethnicity of the of the characters picked. What do you guys think about these these uh, young actors? First. <laughs> Go ahead, Jen. I I I mean, I didn't bother me. I, I definitely, I'm going to be honest, pictured them all as white because I just assumed that that's they were all kind of the same nationality. They all grew up in the same place, it not was, Rand. It was but. those book covers. Yeah, and the book it. covers. But um, <laughs> I don't know any of them. I don't know if they're good or not yet. But they, I mean, Matt and Rand to me look good. And the rest of them, yeah, like Egwene. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're all fun. I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> and they're different. Th- I definitely didn't picture them being multi-ethnic, but we'll just see what they do with it. I mean, they're they're one of them. I think it was Perrin. They said like they were all crying after his audition or something. Yeah, I heard yeah. about that too. So I mean, I, that sounds good to me. I don't know. I'm yeah. sure they're all. I'm sure you know. They, yeah. they they obviously the showrunner is not gonna say anything that, but that they were perfect, but. Yeah, we'll I see. think um, I think Rand is spot on. To be honest with you, the guy I'm looking at a picture of him now, Joshua Stradowski. I yeah. think that's spot on, basically, of kind of how I pictured Rand. I think Egwene too. I thought I thought she was really good casting from the look. She definitely looks. I don't know, just from the picture I'm looking at, I could totally picture her. Yeah. I, 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 when I first saw Nynaeve, I was a little bit upset, but I saw other pictures of her, and I thought, and I was like, oh, okay, you know what? Now I, I could see it a little bit better, and you know, everybody jumped on that, and I, I think, I think you can't say anything until at least one, you got to see them in costume, and two, see them when they're, you know, when they're acting on the screen, because I think that really huh. is what it all comes down to. I think people were were, were upset, like they said that uh, Marcus Rutherford, who's playing Perrin, needs to bulk up because he's not big enough. But I don't know. I really didn't see many pictures of him, so I couldn't tell if he was big enough to be Perrin. Yeah, I'm. I'm never worried about that. I mean, that's what uh, that's what HGH is for for actors, you know. <laughs> yeah. If Sylvester Stallone's like 70 and he can still play Rambo, then this guy could probably bulk up enough to play Perrin. I think that I think the look for these people is tremendous. And you know, again, it uh, it wasn't what I expected. I I, I think it's terrific. That they that they did something like that. I think that, and I think that you know, going back to the whole Game of Thrones versus this thing, a big criticism of Game of Thrones is that like, you know, you have all these nations from representing all over these different places in the world. There's like four minorities in the whole show. Yeah. You know, so like the fact that they're saying right from the get go, hey, look, you know, this is and and the books are a very multicultural mixing pot. Yeah, uh, you know, melting pot of, of, of cultures. You just don't so, like, see it in the first. You really don't see it too much in the first book because they're really in basically like right. the same country and like towards the end they get into another country, but it's still it's not much of a difference. Yeah, right. But I, I like that they're doing that. I think in, in regards to their looks, I think you know uh, Rand looks terrific. I think that Matt literally, if you gave if you give me a pen and the ability to draw. <laughs> Yeah, he looks exactly as I pictured him. Okay. Um, Egwene, too, really almost exactly as I yeah, pictured her. Yeah, I was surprised. Like, you know, they keep talking about her big, dark eyes and things like that, this girl. And I think she's the only actress that I've seen uh, in things. Okay. I've seen her, like, in more, I can't remember exactly what, but I have seen her around. I, I wasn't upset. And, again, other than, I would say, 
uh, her ancestral background, the girl they got to play uh, Nynaeve, Zoe Robbins. I, I think she, she's got she's got a good look for that. She got the attitude, uh, look, I think, right? The the Nynaeve attitude, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think that she looks younger than she probably is, which is something that Nynaeve gets a lot. I, I was excited when I saw that's when I saw all the casting because I, I really it felt like again it felt like they were making very conscious choices to make this world distinct yeah and I, that's that's a good sign for me yeah and, and like i said i'm i'm really like itching to see i just want some photographs of them in in costume i think that would be awesome I, that's what i'm really looking forward to <laughs> i think that'll make yeah it, that'll make <laughs> it all better <laughs> yeah well it's gonna be a little while before Rens and his like red and green jack and whatnot. No, they can be in their two rivers walls. I don't care. I just want to see them in costume. I want to see Nynaeve in her braid. I want to see. Yes. Yeah. I want to see. You know. Well, that's basically. That's really the only tell. They're all the rest of them, right? Their their wool dresses and the the guys. I don't even really know what they go into with their dressing, but and it does not towards. I don't think they wear. They're basically in the same clothing kind of for almost the whole book. There's not like yeah. it's not until they get to later books where they still start getting into like other outfits and stuff like that, and I wonder if they'll go. I wonder if they'll go into as much detail as Robert Jordan did describing their clothes. Uh, <laughs> that's that's one of the good things about the the visual adaptation. It's going to just save page count because you'll just see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a striped dress. Got it. I don't need to have a page to describe how the striped look, the order of them, or whatnot. Yeah, all the carry-on chapters will be much shorter just for that. That wasn't a carry-on short joke for all of you, uh, all of you uh, carry-on fans out there. Oh, uh, <laughs> the short people—it's just it's, it's what it is. So, um... yeah. Um, so, and then we have our most recent casting announcement. Yeah. We have cast—they have casted Lan. Daniel Henney. I have to admit, I don't know who he was at first until I looked him up. Um, but he does look exactly, almost exactly like I pictured Land. So he looked a little bit yes. young, but I, I was looking that he's going to be forty and lands like around forty three, forty four at the beginning of Eye of the World. So it's not that that far off. So I'm kind of excited about him too. He looks like he's going to be perfect for it. I think there was a picture on Twitter he posted of him like with his sword or something like that, and I was like, Oh really? Oh yeah, I got really excited. <laughs> I was excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of oh, all like the sword forums, right? Are they going to go through all the yeah. sword forums? You know, what cat crosses the courtyard and boar charges down mountain and all that stuff. Um, See, I don't know if they're gonna. That's like stuff. I feel like they could cut out. Like this. Well, he's. They've got to show him training Rand. I mean, no, they will. But I don't know. I feel like I don't want to get too excited about stuff like that. And like even like Nynaeve's braid. I know it's like they braid their hair when they're old enough. To, but it's like I don't know. I feel like it's a big part of her. But really, to the plot, like does that matter? So I'm trying not to get like too excited about. Oh, they, little things like that because I, I feel like you could change those. I things. feel so like you know, why would you change that? Like it's braid tugging. You know, she does it a lot in the series. It's not like it's takes you know it's not know. like it takes too much and i think it's a, it's good visual cue for character progression i'll tell you this right now if none of you don't have a braid <laughs> we're ending the we're ending this show cast <laughs> we're gonna march on the amazon <laughs> and uh protest them we're, go- we're flying frog <laughs> yeah i wouldn't mind doing that 
there's still some characters they need to cast if they're going to be filming. And, and like I said, I think from stuff I've read is that I think all of the actors are already in Prague. So they're going to be. Yeah, fil- they're probably doing rehearsal and stuff yeah, like so that. Yeah, so they're going to be filming soon, probably. So there's still a lot of other characters that they have to cast. And I know we're going to. We plan on talking about that in the next episode is all the characters and who might get cut. I mean, we already know who's going to be in it, definitely. But there's still some other main characters that they haven't cast that I'm hoping they don't cut. They haven't cast any of the bad guys, which obviously they're going to cast, but I'm kind of curious. I mean, the main, I guess the main bad guys in the first book is you got uh, Balzaman, you got Payton Fane, or Padden Fane, and I don't know if they're going to put the White Cloaks in or not. The White Cloaks are like that ambiguously gray area kind of group. So I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do with that. I, I think that they will. I mean, if they don't have the White Cloaks, then they really don't have Galad. I mean, they could not do that, but I feel like well, that's a pretty big... they could push it big... off to another season, to like the second season. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's important I think to... that they might recycle White Cloaks even more than they do in the books. Like, you're going to see, like, Bayer and, and Dane Bornhold everywhere. They're they're all over the world. Yeah. They're going to be, like, magically traveling to wherever <laughs> well, White Cloaks exist. Well, but, like... Yeah, they do... Rec- I mean, there's only really, like, four or five White Cloaks that they ever really talk about that are really main. Right. And, and one of them dies but, at the end of the second book. But I think that's important to... Um, it's re- I think it's very important to Perrin's character arc that they... Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of curious as to what they're going to do about that, if they're going to put it in or not. Um, yeah, I think that I think that they'll be there. I think that I've heard some people think that they may not put Tom Marilyn in the book in the show at all. Blasphemy! I just I I, I disagree. I I feel like he is. I think that there's a likelihood that that's like the other name that they're going to get for the first season. That they're going to try and get somebody. Oh, they're, a, a they're, big name, a like, bigger name, like like a big. Yeah, somebody who can like, wow, they got this guy to be in it, whatever it is, you know. I don't know that for certain, but that's that's my feel. Just because I feel like, I feel like they want to get another name for it, whatever you know. And Patton Fane is not the right character to get somebody. I feel like that doesn't need to be somebody famous. No, I agree with you. I, I don't think it does. And I, I agree. unless they, yeah. they get unless they get what's his face. I'm like not the actor's Andy name right Serkis. now. They play Wormtongue. Oh, Brad oh, Dorf. Brad, Brad Dorf. Dorf. Yeah, he would be great. But the <laughs> poor typecast guy. He just plays evil characters in fantasy books. <laughs> That's it. And the other thing too, I was uh, I was thinking that maybe like Tam, they could get like a big name character actor to play like Tam because he's not really in too much of the series, so they could afford to probably right. just dump money. But then it's like one of those things where like. The logistics of it. You're going to pay this actor to be in one season and not come back and then like disappear for a couple of seasons and then come back. It's, I guess there's a lot, there's a lot yeah. of tough things like that because there's characters that just disappear for long periods of time and then come back. So I wonder. I think you bring up, you bring up a good point, John. I just want to pause you for a second. For those of you listening who haven't read the books, don't listen. <laughs> I mean, listen if you want. But this is a spoiler podcast. Oh, I we're going to talk about the things that I probably should have mentioned about at things... the beginning. I, I, it's in the description, though, of the podcast. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so you've already listened at your own peril. We accidentally spoiled things that happened in the books, but we are going to be talking about the books with the understanding that you've read them all. Uh, we are going to be spoiling plot lines and things of that nature, much in the fact that you understand that Tam, Rand's father, survives the sickness that he's going to get from the poison uh, attack in the first episode and 
doesn't show up again much until like you know four books and then another six books after that. But like, and which is why again I think that I think that Tom Marilyn is a great character to have somebody who's a little bit of a name. Like he's yeah. not an overpowering character, but he's consistently in the show. He's consistently kind of in the background, and and he's an important character. And he's a character, and, and putting a name on that, you can you free up a little screen time and still have the importance of that guy, you know, kind of play out. I don't know if I mean uh, Balsamon. You can get somebody, maybe you can get somebody to play that. So here's, here's are you gonna get, here's the question sure. right before? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but all right. So Jen, your your yes. opinion. Are they if when they cast Balsamon, are they going to again spoilers spoiler alert? Uh, are they going to use the same actor to play Balsamon slash Ishmael and Moradin? Do they cast two? Do they cast one actor and then change the actor? Do they cast one actor and then maybe do makeup on him for the Balsamon Ishmael part and then? Take... Is he look? He's supposed to look different for all those people, right? Well, no, Balsamon Ishmael is the same. It's just Same. he just goes by a different name. Okay. But okay, when okay. he dies and well, then comes back in the Moradin body, he's totally different. He's like a younger. He's supposed to be, you know, a young guy who looks very different. I don't know. It's. What are they? It's di- going to be uh, confusing. It is going to be confusing, but I'm curious if they're going to do two separate actors. I don't even know if they're going to. Like I said, I don't know if they're going to even do all this. But they have to. He's like that's a that's like a huge. <laughs> First of all, he's like the main bad guy throughout the series, and then there's the whole, the whole plot of the end of the story is hinged on the body switch and yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Every everything that happens leads up to that being the resolution. They're definitely there's no way they're not doing the Forsaken. Like no, they're and... gonna do the Forsaken, but you're right. Maybe they don't do like a body switch. Maybe he just comes back and he just look. It's the same actor. Yeah, and he just looks a little different or whatever. Or they don't recognize right, him for some reason. Yeah, you're right. They don't have to like it doesn't have to be like as drastic a difference in the books where it's like some guy with a messed up face and flame eyes and then a young Or you could just like he looks in a mirror one time and it looks like somebody else when he ah. you just see that they see you know, like and then it's whatever. Yeah, in the mirror, he looks like, leap trick. Yes, <laughs> he looks like the old character in the mirror, right? That's actually a good idea. Yeah, or or whatever, yeah. Or no, I was thinking he looks like a different character in the mirror. So like, oh. you they know, it's see him, him as that, and we, you know, whatever, oh, something like that. Okay, I like that. That's gonna be good. <laughs> I right, write it down. Send that to Amazon. That's for <laughs> check. Check is in the mail. Send it. Tweet. Yeah, send a send a message to Rafe Judkins. Rafe, Rafe I got it. Rafe or Rafe? I'm not even sure how to pronounce his name. I heard people Rafe. say Rafe. They should put that in the glossary. We need a glossary for this guy too. <laughs> well. I, I imagine, like, I don't think that it's, like, inverted, like, Ray Fines, where his <laughs> name is actually Ralph. I'm no. assuming, <laughs> no, like, Rafe, Rafe uh, yeah, I'm assuming it's Rafe. I mean, that's, every time I've seen that name, that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. Rafey. Rafey, maybe. It, well, it would, it fits with, you know, the Wheel of Time with all the pronunciations, you know, we could be totally wrong. <laughs> if Robert Jordan were alive, you know, how would he pronounce it? <laughs> Oh yeah, and we apologize for any of the pronunciations in advance because we'll probably butcher <laughs> some of them, and I'm sure some of you are yelling at us saying that's not how I pronounce it. Um, <laughs> but you know, we're trying to go as best as we can by the uh, by the uh, pronunciations in the books and from what the general consensus is. So, right, right. we've already basically decided uh, 
pre-go live that we're not going to pronounce moirene. That's right. It's, that's... it's too much work to pronounce it that way. It's not that hard. Moirene. No, you do it well. See, it's for me, I feel like I have to say, because I believe in the book, the accent is on the moi part. So it's yeah. like moirene. Yeah. Moirene. I don't know. Oh, I'm saying moirene. Moirene. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's moirene, but whatever. This is we can. This is school. <laughs> Call him Mo. This is great. This is great listening and hearing us say Moirene a hundred <laughs> times. It is. <laughs> Welcome to the Moirene podcast. Yeah. We should have just called the show Moirene. Yeah, Moirene. Well, we've got we've, <laughs> when it Moirene's it pours. Yes, we've been uh, we've hit all the easy stuff. I imagine when we start getting into later episodes, we'll start getting into stupid pronunciations of names. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're gonna. All right, uh, you guys have anything else you want to add? I think we're uh, I think we're hitting about time here. Yeah, no, I think this is, uh, I, I, again, I think, I think this was a good first uh, episode. I hope everyone listening enjoys it. Uh, I'm very excited about this. I'm excited to to talk more and more about the show, these books that we all love, and uh, that's it. All right. So you know, we're thinking again. This is like new to us so we're i think we're talking about doing an episode every week we want to try to release something every week you guys think we could do that right that shouldn't be too hard there's plenty of stuff to talk about i think and even if there is Just no news going off on tangents right yeah well there's plenty of tangents we'll go off on and even if there isn't much news on the actual show we can we'll talk about the book and the the series and stuff and our our ideas and what we think they're going to do i think our next episode we want to talk about all of the characters and the all, all of the main ish characters in the first book, and you know, talk about whether they're gonna put them in the show, whether they're gonna cut them, maybe they'll bump them. We'll, we can definitely have a nice long conversation about that. Yeah, yeah, right. All right, great. Thanks everybody for listening. This is the Talk Around Riyadh, the Wheel of Time Showcast. Hope you liked it and we're going to be putting this episode out pretty soon so you'll be able to listen to it but you guys are actually already listening to it so i guess that's kind of a silly thing to say (laughs) (laughs) we'll get uh tell your friends tell tell your tell your family tell your friends families uh tell your family's friends families friends Whatever you're listening to this on, subscribe to us. We're not. We're going to try to put it out on all, all the main podcast listening sites: uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, whatever we can get this out on. So whatever you're listening to this on, please subscribe to us. Um, eventually, you know, we're going to start getting onto social media and stuff, and we'll get we'll keep you all updated on that. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you.